So, so many questions about emergency room waits in hospitals. Sheba Siddiqui and I talked about emergency rooms and whether we're concerned to take our kids there and the state of our healthcare system. And then the conversation shifted somewhat to that of um, hot tubs in gyms. That's how we roll on Toronto today. You'll enjoy the conversation. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, Sheba, if I've ever told you, I had whooping cough, uh, not recently, but when I was two. No. I, when I was two, I had whooping cough. People were people Great had news. things back in the 70s that they don't have now, that <laughs> the they 70s. seem to have vaccines. I, I had chicken pox when I was nine, whooping cough when I was two. It's called pertussis. Did you know that? I had no idea. The things you learn on it Toronto sound, Today. It sounds like... <laughs> That you don't want to know. It sounds like a funny name, pertussis. But I remember I asked my mom about that a couple of weeks ago um, with all these, you know, respiratory infections yeah. and RSV and whatnot. And she, I said, did you think I was in any kind of big trouble? And she's just she doesn't get to um, she doesn't exactly wrap her her arms around you on the phone and go, <laughs> oh, my baby. I was so and she's like, no, I'm like, um, I'm like, what what were my symptoms? And she's like, well, you know, you were. <laughs> you you sounded like like a seal and it sounded like you couldn't breathe and your nasal congestion was out of I'm and you couldn't talk and I'm like oh god okay well you know great okay but it's been a hundred years since you were two no offense <laughs> but I'm sure Probably, at the, the time other, the other Trudeau was the prime minister I'll give you that <laughs> I'll get the, not the second time the first time when she had her who in turn got the second Trudeau into office FYI <laughs> but um, when you were t- when you have a two-year-old who's has those symptoms uh, she might not remember it but i can imagine how stressful it must have been for her yes the, the pack of cigarettes she was smoking a day probably eased, <laughs> eased her <laughs> and that was before diet pop which is also oh um, my goodness they're gonna she's they're gonna do an autopsy on her when she dies when she's 98 and there's they're gonna find like 18 percent aspartame in in her it's just gonna be everywhere but anyway i bring this up to say she didn't hesitate about taking me to the hospital then and i'd ask you if all of a sudden something went really south health wise, would you be like, gosh, we got to get through this? Like, I think parents are super stressed based on that last parent conversation to go anywhere near an emergency and not because of a, uh, well, I'll get so I'll, it would be contagious there. That might have been what we thought 20, 24 months ago, but it's just you'll wait forever. And will you get seen even by the end of the night? I don't think you will. For us, ER isn't even, I don't even think it's an option, like unless it's absolutely, absolutely necessary, which hasn't happened in years. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic when we were all so terrified of each other, I looked my kids in the eye and I said, because I would force them to go outside and play together because there was no recess, schools were closed. <laughs> and I looked at them and said, do not get hurt out there because we can't go to the ER because we didn't know what this virus was. I was like, we're not going anywhere. So just don't hurt yourselves in telling a bunch yeah. of young kids that doesn't make sense. But it's just you know, in the back of their minds if they're thinking about doing something stupid, jumping off the the swing or climbing the tree and going to the edge of the, edge of the edge of the branch. Just think twice. Not because mommy's worried about your health. Mommy doesn't want to be inconvenienced with the ER wait. That's the bottom line. Yeah, and, and I don't look. Nobody wants to be there for any circumstance. My dad um, separated his shoulder about three four years ago mm-hmm. um, before the pandemic in eighteen. It was a mild you know recovery um but that's the kind of scenario now that i'd be more worried about not because my mom would worry about COVID 19 she would that's just where it's at right now i can't do anything about that thank you rest of the media no but that's okay but that's okay she's She's trying to preserve yeah absolutely absolutely she just got her fifth shot last week more power to her i i'm absolutely i would rather she had five than zero but I think we're all we've all got that moment where we're um, I had it with my own kid getting injured 
um, with his, he had a really, really bad knee injury, and he does need a tweak of a surgery for it, and he's getting it at the end of January, but we didn't drive him to an emergency room. Like, I feel a little, a little you know, pain in my chest about that, thinking, was I just afraid to sit there all night? Did or I just not think- sit there he, in pain. Yeah. Also, keep that in mind, as opposed to being at home comfortable in his bed. Well, you make me feel a little better about it, but eventually, but then you're taking separate visits. You're like, here's a visit for an x-ray. Here's a visit for an MRI. We went to this great specialist, uh, Dr. Winston, who we vet on the show, and he was able to, you know, get get us on the right track to diagnose what he eventually needed, which was a surgery. So, uh, you know what, you know, what's a one-stop shop for all that privatized healthcare, just putting it out. Well, I know that. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you and I might align with the idea of at least giving people options at that point in time. I've, a friend of mine's mom needs uh, may need a hip surgery and she's like 77 and they've told her it's like she's in pain right now and they've told her it's going to be 13, 14 months. See, that it's so me- gross. I can't even describe how gross I feel when I hear that. And it's got nothing to do with my family. Usually we're like, hey, family first. Well, this is his family. And I... I, you you do everything pri- the right in way. Private healthcare that would be a three to four week wait. You do everything the right way. You pay into the system. You play yeah. by all the rules for six decades. You raise a family. That family raises another family, and now you need help in your seventies. And we're like, and hang on for, for a year and a half. Months. Exactly, you're in pain. Endure the pain for eighteen months. I who's, can't. Who's running this show? Veter- Veterans Affairs Canada. I can't. Talk. I can't. Talk. I and then I, I'm. I try not to get mad about like people should go what they get with their salaries, but I try not to get mad at all these hospital executives who clearly there's some element of mismanagement. If they're like, well, we could see this. De- this crisis has been coming for decades, and I'm like, do you realize how you're self owning yourself with that quote? Do you realize how you're self-owning yourself by explaining this? I think there is, they're so far in, Greg, and there's so much red tape. Healthcare is just so slow and so behind. It takes forever to do anything in a hospital nowadays, even just in terms of, of um, you know, uh, on the back end of things. It's just, it's a, it's a turtle's pace. And mm. we all just throw our hands up and complain about it. But really, what are these people doing? Nothing. They're coming to the media and they're complaining to us about it. Yeah, they, they end up. Um, saying that and it uh, it drives me I, I know you know that it drives me mad to even talk about the idea of I saw what the Hamilton Wentworth um, board school board did with yes they've mandated masks but they've made opting out optional what a waste of time <laughs> I know you're wasting everybody's time no, it's politics it's all about politics right look what we did look how we tried to protect our students and our and our teachers oh, look how great gosh. we are no it's just it's all bs and why would i take by the way why would i take medical advice from people that let us get sick and die for hundreds of years 19 years in this century and 80 in the last century before telling us all, we, we've, we should be masking all winter long. Why didn't they tell us that before 2019 and for all of the 20th century if masking prevents flus, RSV, and other illnesses? Why'd they stay quiet about that? It's so strange. I'm not, I'm not having this conversation. You and I can't talk masks. You won't see a single mask in the Harry Megan documentary starting tomorrow night on Netflix. You won't you know see what? one. I'm, I'm going on a plane in a few weeks, and I'm I don't even know. I'm wondering. If you're I'm not gonna. Wear a mask. You're not. You say you will not. I don't you're, know if I will or not. You I can know. take a fancy 360 video on your new phone, if and someone, I want you to show me all the people that are masking on the way on your trip. And the answer will be almost away, nobody. No, if someone's hacking away in the seat next to me, I might pull a mask out. They're just and give them a very dirty look. 
They're choking on the on the <laughs> like the the straw went in the wrong way in their mouth with their Ryan Coke. They're right. just trying to relax. That's why they're hacking away. They don't it's, need a package of halls. They're yelling on their phone, and that's why. Yeah, they they don't need some uh, you know a mental liptus uh, injection or anything like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, A, um, this makes me want to be immersed in uh, in very hot water right now, like I was about three and a half hours ago. The other thing it does is make me realize there's no infection I could get. There's nothing. There's no spa I could go to where things went south with a with some kind of a rash that would ever make me stop enjoying hot. I don't know where, Sheba, Gord, I found I my like love for Friday hot tubs. I Friday nights you were with I, Ed the Sock in that hot tub. What's, hanging what's, out you know, yeah yeah less obnoxious i hope than uh than ed was at his most obnoxious but here's what's been happening now i Tell think us. i think i told you a story about four months ago where um a, a guy came into the the hot tub area at the set the at the gym okay and and he's playing music and he's got his own little smart speaker there even it's not even just from his phone he's hooked into the speaker and you were highly annoyed well, it was a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so it was for it's, everybody it's I don't care how cool you think your song is. You're with a apostrophe R.E. disturbing my peace. And I'm not I'm not yell at a cloud guy. And, you know, you guys know I love getting along with everybody. What if it was Prince? Did, well, that's the th- I, <laughs> I thought you, you might say that. Prince? I thought you might say Who that you love. But I won't inflict like I won't inflict my music upon other people because okay, so I think like, it's I think it's obnoxious and I think it's narcissistic call me crazy we'd no we'd, I agree with you if you're bringing a bluetooth speaker into a public oh. area I agree with you okay so you hated I remember you were highly unnerved by that so tell us what happened so recently. Sunday it's Sunday after one o'clock and I go and I, I got to get back by two o'clock because um, England's playing so I'm in the tub of after a long workout I might have ran a mile or so I was just exhausted before going to the Wendy's for the burger that's right and okay. then and then following it up with a postgame uh, Baconator <laughs> and around 1 15 in the afternoon I come in and I'm like it sounds like like somebody's trying to land a plane in the hot tub. So I'm wandering into the hot tub and there's one guy in there and he's got his phone. And I'm like, is he like an air traffic controller? Like, it just sounds like planes are landing in other cities. And but he's watching um, the NFL game on his phone. I, I don't I think it was the Jets and the Vikings. And I'm even oh, like, okay, how narcissistic is that? That's Greg? right. I'm not going to defend this <laughs> as a sports fan, as a fan, as somebody that maybe would be interested in who's winning that game. It's not the Super Bowl. So you were annoyed by that as well, equally. I think equally. I think it's not just because I think it's it's disrespectful. I don't get it. Now, if we get to the point. Now, did you say anything? No. <laughs> you no. want to avoid confrontation at you all can, costs. You can't, uh, you can't have a confrontation in the tub. You can't fight like. a, another man with very little clothes on. <laughs> You cannot do that. Well, there's that. There's to... a lot of slapping and weird noises. Wait, are there any? I have to ask this guy. Are if there... I whip him with a wet towel, it all <laughs> no. kicks off at that That's point. Right. Are there any clothes on? Uh, uh, yes, of course. You got to wear absolutely. Oh, you do. There was one I went to um, in in the late '90s that it was an optional thing, so you would get totally naked guys in there. I wasn't uh. expecting that. The sauna, it feels like anything goes, but the tub's meant to. But the problem is there was also a big screen TV, so you would sit in the tub and be like, "Oh, the World Series is on." 
oh, ER is on. Let's watch some surgeries that uh, George Clooney and Anthony okay, Edwards so that's are going to do. Because there's a big screen TV. Everybody has to watch that for someone to bring it in themselves. I, I think this doesn't happen in a woman's hot tub. It probably doesn't. No, it doesn't. We're not like this. You guys sound like very, it's like a bunch of animals in the hot tub. Like, who is blasting the football? Are you sure women so, don't do that? Because all I know is Elaine's scene from football. Seinfeld where they're all judging each other's um, uh, chess. But we're not watching uh, something or listening to something. Honestly, we're in there, we're complaining about life, and we're gossiping. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that must be it. That... And we walk out of there completely refreshed because emotionally, physically, we've just dumped it all in there and we feel amazing. Well, I, if I'd recorded, I, I stepped in the sauna the other night. I wanted to have a tape recorder so badly there because there was like a great nine minute segment that jumped from uh, mandates to cryptocurrency to uh, to the supply chain. And I'm just four or five guys going back and forth. It was like a round table of sweaty guys giving takes on on all the world's issues. And they don't know me, which is good. Yes. Um, Did you it, participate? No. <laughs> Why not? It's a good conversation. I, yeah, I don't... It, there was a lot of very much like... You know, I, we were we were a minute away from the moon landing being fake, Chiba, is the best way I can put it. We need it. a camera on you when you're in a hot tub, just to oh, see the uncomfortable my. looks on your Again, face. Again, if I had a, a phone as powerful as your new one, my phone takes crappy video now and lousy pictures and the sound ain't great. Okay, hold on. What if you were running late and you went into the hot tub and the <sighs> England game was on? Someone was blasting that. I know. I, see, I, there you go. I, I, I can't be a hypocrite about this. <laughs> there you go. I, I cannot figure this out. If, maybe you could tell us if this is it. This can't just be a phenomenon that follows me around. 416-870-6400. Stephanie LeBay is going to join us top of the hour at 805 because this this is a huge priority. <laughs> why why go to the gym if you're just going? You're there to work out. I got that. and But you're there also to personalize your music. We have amazing technology now that yes. lets you listen to what you want to. Before, when we'd go to the gym, there'd be like one TV and then there'd be fights. I want business news on. No, there's a game on. Wait, something's going to happen on General Hospital. That's like people would argue about the television at three. I watched this happen at gyms in like 1997. So now you've got every option on your phone. you got a little mini computer, but it's still not good enough. And I don't want to... It's really hard to lift weights and, and run, um, Sheba, when you want to, you know, rip people's heads off um, and explain to them why you're ripping their head off before you actually do it. Okay, so what I'm learning here is you hate confrontation. <laughs> what would it take for you to confront somebody in a hot tub? What would have to be happening? I don't know. I, I really, like, it. I just, I think you'd get out of the hot tub and go, I'm going to take the he, L on this one. What if he peed in the hot tub? Oh, for heaven's sake. I don't... Um, I suppose that could happen. By the way, um, I shouldn't, I won't name the gym, but um, people will figure it out if they've listened to the show before. But the whole pool, by the way, was emptied and it's been empty for two days. Oh, I can't brutal. figure out what happened. You better not ever go back into that hot Have you, have you, okay, so I once, my wife will kill me for telling this story. <laughs> Tell us. But this, my two year old son was taking swimming lessons, maybe a year and a half, two years old. <laughs> And he's in like, so you watch him through glass. You're not in, you're not on the pool deck. They don't want you out there. This is like way, way, way before everybody was all scared of each other. So this is like 2010, let's say. And you watch, you can see, I could see through the glass him start to make the face. And I'm like, <laughs> numero No, but he's duh. probably wearing oh. a He's a wearing a swim diaper, but it won't matter. No. It, will, no. it won't matter. So I can see the out? face. So I leap up from my chair <laughs> like like I've got to save the planet. And I have to run through the gym, run through the locker room and the change areas. No. 
and go, and I got to take my shoes off also. And so I've got to run. I got to take shoes and socks off. This is the middle of winter. And so I've got to get him out of the pool before things drop. And did you make it? Barely. But he's still making the face. And okay. I can feel him going while I'm carrying him off to a uh, more so suitable area. I had area. a similar circumstance. I knew you would. It wasn't my kids, though. I, I don't even know if I should say this. It was at Great Wolf Lodge. Oh. Right? And, uh, I'm sure they've cleaned they it up swimming, since then. But they were swimming around. They had their mouths open. They're swimming. And then all of a sudden, the whistle starts blowing. And the lifeguards are like, out of the water, out of the water. And a piece <laughs> of feces floated by. And I freaked out. I have refused to go back. My kids ask me once in a while, can we go to Great Wolf? So this like, is the no. scene in Caddyshack where it's a chocolate yes. bar. And then they disinfect the pool. And then well, Bill, Bill Murray eats it at the end. And never again. Ted Knight's wife passes out. That's right. Can't get enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an almond joy, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I know I people are eating their breakfast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, anyway, yeah. stop playing your loud music. I don't need to feel the entire bass line of your song when I'm stretching out my bare legs and putting them under the hot tub jets. But you can play the World Cup. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little less bass vibration. <laughs>